0: Okay, welcome everyone. A good erev Shabbos, As we prepare for Shabbos, Parshas Chayyach, Like we did the last couple of weeks, we're going to start with five electrifying divrei Torah on the Parsha, and uh, we're going to again. I'm going to give a little tutorial of uh, how to how to see it on the site, and how you could subscribe to these divrei Torah and receive them in Lashana, in uh, English and in Lashanat Kodesh. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to, I'm going to take you on the screen uh, share, and um, this is our site, RabbiDG.com. We're going to go to the um, homepage of the site, and on the homepage you scroll down, and first you could subscribe. <coughs> You go up here, on the top right-hand section, sign up to Rabbi's newsletter, you subscribe, then every Arab Shabbos you get Divrei Torah printed out in English, and you get also the Ben La Ashri Parsha sheets. Now, we have a new venue of the Shir. Until today, the Shir is, all, is only on Zoom, but now we also have live possibility. I want to welcome my friend, Rabjash Josh Morhaim, who's attending the Shir uh, from London, but he's not on Zoom, he's actually here live in the room. If anybody wants to come visit me, you miss me so much, you haven't seen me in a year and change, you're welcome to come. You could come without a mask and you could be live in the shir. But uh, right now, if you want to stay in Queens, it's going to be on Zoom. Okay, so you scroll down uh, to elevate your Shabbos table. You click read and you go to archive. And uh, you scroll down. This week's parsha is Kairach. So it's in alphabetical order. I think it should be here somewhere. Where is it? Um, hmm. Let's see. Where would it be? Um, here it is. It's in alphabetical order. Likuta Ashri We're going to click on that. And that's the Ben La Ashri. Ah, oh, but the thing is we want to see the uh, English sheets. So we're going to go back here. We're going to go back to English. You go to Elevate, Archive. And... No, this is not right. Right Oh, here it is. Okay, we go in alphabetical order over here. And Kairach begins with a K. And here we have... Parashas Kairach. I'm going to share with you three electrifying Devei Torah on Parashas Karach, I want to thank my good friend Reh Levitan and Team Levitan for uh, putting this together. <coughs> Number one. Rashi says on the Pasuk, Fine. So Chazal asks, how could Kairach have sinned so egregiously. I mean, Karach was a smart man. Rashi says, Karach Ma ra So Rashi says, Enoi hitasai. His eye deceived him. His eye deceived him. And Rav Meir Shapiro, the Lubliner Rav, the great founder of the Dathayomi and the Rashiva of Yeshiva Chachmei Lublin, he asked, Why do Chazal say Enoi, his eye deceived him? Why his eye? Why not his, uh, a, a person has two eyes. So why his eye? Because should say, Einov. Why Einoi? Interesting question. By the way, where else do we have this expression, Einoi? We say, O Maishah, Ben Shana, hasa Einoi. His eye did not dim. What do you mean his eye? His eyes. Says Reb Mayor Shapiro, and I think uh, <clears throat> this is based on the teaching of the Baal Shem. That person has two eyes. Think about it. Why do we need two eyes? Why not Hashem give us one eye, like you know those uh, those minions? You know they have one eye in the middle of their forehead. Why does Hashem have to give us two eyes? The answer is each eye has a different responsibility. One eye looks upward to understand the majesty, the greatness, the awesome power of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The other eye is supposed to gaze downward and recognize one's unworthiness and deficiency. In other words, a person has to have two ways of looking at things. To see Hashem's greatness, to aspire to greatness, to yearn to elevate oneself, and on the other hand, a certain dose of reality of one's unworthiness. So, the problem is, if a person gets too caught up with himself and he's always gazing upward and yearning for greatness and learning for elevation and he forgets his own deficiencies, he could go out of control. And that is what happened to Kairach. <laughs> Hitasai. That eye, that second eye that is designated for a person to focus on their deficiency, to focus on their unworthiness, that's the eye. <clears throat> that's the eye that um, led him astray. On the other hand, conversely, when it came to Myshrabeinu, Myshrabeinu, he had accomplished so much, he took us out of Mitzrayim, he gave us the Torah. And yet, he always remained humble. He never uh, stopped thinking about his own unworthiness. So, hasa e'noi, that eye never waned. That force that kept him in check never abated. So, by karach has e'noi but by my shab enoi, e'noi hasa e'noi. And that's, um, that is a very important lesson in life. And... Um, my friend, Reb Josh over here, came in for uh, a wedding. We want to wish Mazel Tov to his dear brother-in-law, Reb Avi Wolev. Avi and Kayla Wolowski. And, and, Kayla and Kayla uh, this is a good... Was Kayla Jacobus. Was J- Kayla Jacobus. Very good. Fine. Dvarator number two. Dvarator number two is a great pick. The Ramami Pano. You can't beat this. Ramami Pano on a Parsha sheet, that's like uh, unbelievable. Fine. We're going to go to a postage in Tehillim. An amazing postage. Tiftach Eretz, the earth opened its mouth, va'tivla Dasan, and it swallowed Dasan, va'techas and it covered over Aladas Aviram, the community of Aviram. Haflo what's going on? What is going on over here? Hi Josh, it's Gidon. Gidon, Josh, Gidon says hi. How do you like that? <laughs> Josh is, is busy uh, learning. Tehilim. Pasuk so, we'll print this out for you after. This Pasuk in Tehillim is talking about the repercussions of Karchla Adasai, but Hafla vathela. we always know Dasan Aviram, Dasan Aviram, they're always together. They're, dasan and Aviram are always, you know, gr- linked and grouped together. And yet, over here, in this Pasuk in Tehillim, it seems like they had different fates that, kar- that Dasan was swallowed and Aviram was covered. Why are they broken up? Furthermore, why by Aviram are they called Ada? Dasan is not an Ada. Dasan is covered up. Aviram is called Ada. For all you Tehillim sayers, take a look. Per Kuvav Pasuk Yedzayin. Comes the Ramami Pano in the Sefer Mea Kesita. And he offers a fascinating insight to address these discrepancies. He explains that when Moshe Rabbeinu confronted Dasan for hitting his friend, so... uh, even though uh, Moshe Rabbeinu saw Dasan hitting Aviram, we see that Dasan is the lead, he's the the worst of the two. He's the leader of the two, right? Because he's the one who's hitting Aviram. Therefore, when it comes to Aviram, he's the Ada. He's part of the community. He has he plays a passive role as opposed to Dasan. Dasan is the active guy. So because Dawson's the active guy and Aviram is the more passive guy. Dasan was swallowed first, and Aviram was more, du- more like just covered over. Okay, so that's an explanation for the different fates of Dasan and Aviram. Now, next idea. 250 men. Now, Nesiei Eida, the Gemara Sanhedrin, Darshans, Kovtesa Mebeis, Miyuchadim Shabeida. These were the choice people. Kriyei Moyed. they knew how to be Ma'aber the And then Anshei Shem, their names were spread throughout the world. Men of repute. But who are these 250 guys? Since when is there an institution in the Jewish people of a body of 250 men? What exactly are 250 men? I mean the Sanhedrin are 70, 72. Good question, Gidon. You like that question? Gidon likes that question. Yes. Yeah. So, thank you. You could Gidon, you could continue coming to the share. Good. So the the Gemara tells us that the two hundred fifty Rosh Roshes So where does two fifty come from? The Rambam writes in the Sanhedrin: each shevet must appoint a Sanhedrin katana in every location, which means that every shevet had twenty three members of the Sanhedrin, and two soifrei dayonim, two scribes, one on the right and one on the left. One writes the guilty information, one writes the innocent. Okay, so every shevet had a command to appoint judges, like the Pazik says, So every shevet has to have 25 judges. So B'yannis T'Navish just makes the following calculation. Why did Reuven join with Kairach? Because uh, they felt they were firstborn. So they, belo- they, uh, they should get Malchus. And they should get inheritance. Malchus went to Yehuda. Inheritance went to Yosef. So the beef of Reuven was he felt he lost out to Yehuda and to Yosef. So if there were two Shvatim that were not represented by the Adas Kairach, it was Yehuda and Yosef. Because they're the ones who got the Malchus and Yerusha. So that means how many Shvatim were were a part of Kairach's Bida? Ten. Each one sent 25 members of Sanhedrin. So that's who the 250 men were. The 250 men were the 250 members of Sanhedrin, 25 members of Sanhedrin for each of the 10 Shvatim who participated, excluding Yehuda and Yosef. So that's the Elevate Your Shabbos table sheet. You want to get it, you go to the website, you go to print, and you print it out. That's all you got to do. It's free, no charge. Now we go to the Hebrew Parsha sheet. Likute Ben Ashri. I want to share with you two amazing Divrei Torah of the Ben Ashri. If you want to hear the whole Sheer on all of the Divrei Torah of the Ben Laashri on this week's Parsha, then what you got to do is you got to go to the all Parsha app or the All Parsha website of the OU and there all seven Divrei Toira are explained but for this year we're just going to focus on two major highlight Divrei Toira let's begin, this one is a good chap, Rabjo, Joe you're going to like this one you ready? Kairach, what was Kairach's problem? I'm always ready okay. you were born ready right? So, um, what was Karach's problem? Karach's problem was, he felt jealous. That We know Karach was the son of Yitzhar. Yitzhar was the son of Kahas. Kahas had four sons. Amram, Yitzhar, Hevroin, Uziel. So Amram, the oldest, his kids got a lot of good stuff. Moshe was the Melech, Aaron was the Kohen Gadol. So you would expect, then the some other good stuff would go to the sons of the second son. The second son was Yitzhar. Karach was the son of Yitzhar, so he should get the nesius. No, instead it went to the son of the fourth son, namely Uziel, the son of Chavrin. So Karach was jealous. Everybody asks, why is Karach waking up now? Eli Tsafain was appointed way back when. He wasn't appointed now. He wasn't appointed in the. Uh, in the aftermath of the Miraglim, why is Karach waking up now to complain against the uh, the his per, the perceived nepotism? The answer is, says the Holy Ben LaAshvi, Chazal tell us that LaAsid Lavoi, the Leviim will be elevated and they will be on a higher Madrega even than the Kaihanim. You know that? Do we have any Leviim on this year today? Gidon's a Levi. Yossi Summers, you're a Levi. Gidon, you're getting a lot of uh, mention in this year. This is right. Josh agrees. So um, the Leviim will be elevated to Aselava, and they'll be even on a higher madriga than the Kaihanim. Now, beer. That's one thing. Um, that's Ershtins. Satan's is. Had it not been for the Chid Hamiraglim, the Jewish people would have walked right into the land of Israel, straight to Jerusalem. They would have built the temple and we would have called it a day, that would have been the tikun HaAchroin. Because of the Ched HaMiraglim, we got lost in the Midbar for 40 years, and then we never were Zaycha to that final rectification. So here's what happened. When Elit Safan was originally appointed the nasi, Kairat said, I'm jealous, I don't like it, but it's not a big deal any day now, we're going to Israel, we're going to march to the base of Mikdash, it will be the Tikkunah Achroy, and I'm a Levi, and I'll be even higher than the Kaihanim, so I'll suffer the indignity for a few days. But in the immediate aftermath of the Chenah where they, he realized he's going to be lost in the desert for 40 years, remaining subservient to the Kaihanim until they would finally get into Israel, Karach said, I can't take this anymore, and now he expresses his jealousy. In other words, until then, Karach figured it's an indignity, but uh, it's not a big deal because any day now the Levium will be elevated to greater than the Kaihanim. Okay. Now, I'm going to share with one, uh, one more uh, electrifying Dvar taira. The Medrish Pliya says, What did Kairach see that he instigated with Moshe Rabbeinu? The Medrash says he saw Paraduma. It's a Medrish Pliya. He saw the Paraduma. What does that mean? He saw the paraduma. What's the uh, meaning of this Chazal that Kairach saw the paraduma and therefore he started up with Moshe Rabbeinu? Says the Ben Lashri on the words that Kairach says to Moshe: "Ki kol ha'eda kulam mm-hmm. kadoshim uvesoychem Hashem u'madua tisnasu al khal Hashem." What does Rashi say in that apostle? Kairach said to Moshe: Hey Moshe." You're not the only one who heard on Har Sinai, Anoichi Hashem Lekecha, We all heard on Har Sinai. What's Karach getting at, You're not the only one who heard on Har Sinai, Anoichi Hashem Lekecha? Why, Moshe, did Moshe think he was the only one who heard Hashem say, Anoichi Hashem Lekecha? Says the Ben Lashri, actually, yeah, Moshe did think that. Because if you remember, in the aftermath of the Ched Egal, how did Moshe Abenu defend Kalah Yisrael? Hashem's Moshe, why'd they make idol? Moshe says, Oh, because they didn't know they're not allowed to. You said, You told me I'm your God. I took you out of Egypt. You have to believe in me. You can't have another God. So Moshe said, didn't know the Torah was for them. So Moshe did say he's the only one who heard on our Sinai. So Kairach says, Moshe, you think you're the only one who heard on Har Sinai? So Moshe says, I'm only doing it to, uh, to uh, I'm, I'm trying to defend them from the from the Khero Egal. So Karach says, you think you're defending them from the Khero ego. Egal? Para Aduma. What's the reason for Para Aduma? Rashi brings down from Moshe Adarshan, that the Para Aduma is a kapara for the Egal. Obviously, it's nonsense what you're saying that they're not responsible for the Egal. They heard Hashem say on Harsinai, Sinai, Anoichi Hashem Lekech, the proof is the Parah Aduma, they obviously need a Kapara for the Chedo Egal. So it's the seeing of the Parah Aduma, which gave Karach the, the understanding that Khal Yisrael needed Kapara for the Egal, that he turns to Moshe, Moshe, you're not the only one who heard on Har Sinai, Anoichi Hashem Lekech. Okay, Mara Avosai, these are your divret Torah for parashas kairach. These are not the only ones, by the way. You could also say over the Wednesday night shir, or you could say over any divret Torah you want. But these divret Torah are available for you. You could go to the site, Rabbi DG. You could print them out. You could make them big. You can make them small size. You could print them on color pages. You could also join us on our trip, July 4th. You see over here, you go to the news. The news is... Um, summer trip to Kivrei Tzadikim you can print out sign up and uh, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and we're going to be starting the Bira Shir momentarily bear with me one second